0: Welcome to the Racisms Podcast. We're your hosts, Jaslyn
1: and Lisa. We decided that this world could use more cross cultural conversations that seek healing over division, understanding over ignorance, and a better world and a better overall. to the Racism's Podcast, where we have cross-cultural conversations to make this world a better place. I'm Jaslyn, co-host of the podcast with Lisa. Hello. Today, I wanted to talk on the subject of researching your ancestry in the U.S. I spoke a little bit about my ancestors' roots in the U.S. in a previous episode, and I wanted to expand a little bit on that and also talk about some tools. And resources that I use to do my research that may be helpful for some of you that are interested in doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, I'm really interested, Jaslyn, in to hearing like your process, um, and to like to do the same on my side, um, on my family. Uh, even though um, their roots are in China and Taiwan, I'm sure the the way that about the way that I go about it is going to be a lot different than yours. But I'm really interested to hearing how you got started and. And where you are, like, is it complete? Do you have more to do?
1: So, It is not complete. Is it ever complete? There's always more to find out, I think. Mm-hmm. But how I really got started was in grad school, um, I had a friend who who was gifted a, an Ancestry.com membership. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was telling me about it and how he's looking up records and he was able to, find all these cool records. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And he was like, well, you know, you know, I could build multiple trees, you know, family trees on my on my Ancestry.com. So if you wanted to build your tree using my account,
0: hmm.
1: have at it. And I was like, okay.
0: Nice. Yeah, don't <laughs> pay for it. Here, give me a password.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> this is a Netflix sharing before Netflix. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I got his login information. So yeah, Ancestry... Dot com, if you want all the uh, the full access is a paid site mm-hmm. um, I think it's like maybe $30 a month which is a little what, $30 rich. a month? I think so wow I, yeah it's a little it's a little high mm-hmm. I think they have like a 30 day free trial if you wanted to ah, you nice. know okay. do a, a massive deep dive in 30 days you could do mm-hmm. that Um, But yeah, I use this account and like the first couple weeks, I was really into it. I remember one night I was finding all this interesting stuff and I was up till 4 a.m. I was Mm -hmm. up really late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for those that know me, I don't don't stay up late. (laughs) 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 Bedtime is early. So yeah, I was was really into it Um, because it's like addictive. Once you find something, you want to find more and you want to connect the dots Mm -hmm. and all that mm. so yeah it's a pretty cool uh website um I like ancestry.com because when you build your tree you know you put your your people's names in there and you find documents and then it'll it'll tell you if maybe your tree can be connected to someone else's tree mm-hmm. like you might have some of the same people in your tree so it'll say oh check out this tree if you know mm. if you make your tree public check out this tree. Y'all might be cousins or something. So mm-hmm. I actually did find like two cousins, legitimate cousins wow. on there. They had trees mm-hmm. up there. Um, did I meet them? I reached out to them. We were supposed to meet, but we never did. But yeah, they were mm-hmm. legitimate cousins on there. Um, But I'll get more into like what I found. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Oh, do you start off with like just your name and like your parents name and just keep on going backward? Is that how you yeah yeah
1: then. it'll start off you're you're the the point the point of entry for your tree and then you just go just go up
0: nice and how many family members do you know like like my dad I only know my dad's name my dad never told me his parents name so like that's as far as I could go on that side See,
1: that's that's that was. I was going to talk about that things you need mm. to start <laughs> Nice, nice. You need your grandparents' <laughs> names like that. That is very imp- important. Like if you just have, because uh, one problem is if your if your name is common, mm. or you know if it's not unique, you know, how are yeah. you going to differentiate between all the hundreds of, you know, Mary Smiths? Unless mm-hmm. you have siblings' names, grandparents' names, like some other person that you could say, okay, this. This person is most likely the person I'm looking for because their parents' name was this, their siblings' name was this. So yeah, yeah. you definitely, I would suggest you get your, grand, at least your grandparents' information. And if you could find their siblings' names, that would be also very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you can go back to your grandparents' parents, you're even more in the gold. Um, mm-hmm. So those are things you need to start. And another thing, well... I'll talk about the different records you can find. But back to the resources. Ancestry.com is a good one. And then this year I found this other site. It's called Mm FamilySearch.com. And it looks to be a free site. And it has pretty much the same information you can find on Ancestry.com. Um, but I
0: think We're gonna put all these in the show notes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these ancestry, uh, websites are like, I think they're run by the Church of Latter-day Saints or something like that. I I don't know why, what the origin Mm -hmm. of these websites were, but they're helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, there are other sites, um, the National Archives has a lot of information. Mm -hmm. You can look at state ancestry sites. I found, um... A site where, you know, individual states will keep records that are that are by beyond the census, you know, the national kind of record sites. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically for black people, there are specific African-American genealogy sites and groups that would be helpful to get into since, you know, our our time in the U.S. Uh, has a has a. <laughs> A long history, but uh, it's not always recorded. So it might be mm-hmm. a little more difficult to find that information. So mm-hmm. there are specific sites for, for African-Americans to help them kind of track down some specific records for their family. Mm-hmm. And yeah, your number one resource should be starting with your family. <laughs> so definitely you know, reach out to your elders now. Or um, someone, maybe someone in your family is recording the history or a historian. Definitely want to reach out to them and mm-hmm. gather as much information mm-hmm. as possible. Um, and those are all online. I haven't done any like physical research, like going to the archives or a library and looking at, mm-hmm. you know, physical documents or microfilm or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's also a good resource to do.
2: Mhm, mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. Have you ever done a Twenty Three and Me? Because
0: my sister did one, and she thinks in the database there's like second cousins somewhere mm. in that database that we have. So, have you ever used Twenty Three and Me?
1: I have used Twenty Three and Me, but uh, that's not the topic for this subject. I because I mean DNA is an interesting topic. I think that's a whole. Um, Other topic, and I guess you could find cousins, but it doesn't tell mm. you, like, your ancestry. So cousins are, like, kind gotcha. of horizontal, and I'm looking mm. vertically up or back.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Where was I? Oh, yeah. And genealogy conferences, if you're, like, really into it. There was a African-American genealogy conference I had planned to go to in October, and, of course, mm. because of the COVID... Well, actually, I think they're still having it, but it's online, and mm. I don't want to pay $140 for online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so can you
0: tell um, us about what a genealogy conference is?
1: I think, I mean, I'm not sure. It would, be my, it would have been my first one, but I'm guessing mm. it's a conference to help you do your research or give you tips on how to do it, or people will present mm. on their research, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, just sessions on different topics in genealogy. Maybe they'll talk about uh, okay. specific communities, you know, researchers, I don't know. Mm-hmm, it sounded mm-hmm. like a interesting conference, but unfortunately, I'll mm. have to wait for next year.
0: Was it specific to any ethnicity or was it just a general genealogy knowledge? That no, was African American
1: genealogy conference.
0: I gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Yeah, COVID messed up a lot of things.
1: You know, it is what it is. Mm. It is what it is. So yeah, so once you you know decide on your resources, there are some tools also that I used um, to build my family tree. I used Ancestry.com's Family Tree Builder. It's very useful because you can import the documents directly. Um, And you like, you import it to the specific person. We click on the person then the documents will show right there. So that's pretty useful. But of course, if you don't have the paid account. Now I did, I did. Um. So when I had the paid account or was using my friend's account, that was at least eight years ago, maybe nine. Mm-hmm. So... You know, after he, his thing, I don't think he kept it forever. So I, I made sure to download my family tree from there. You can get a GED file, JED file. Mm. So I kept that. And then when I, this year, I went back to do some more research, signed up for the 30 day trial. <laughs> <laughs> I re uploaded that family tree and started, you know, started from there. So, Not all was lost Mm -hmm. in between that time, so I'm happy about that. I didn't have to start over. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at my account right now, and it looks like even though I didn't continue with the paid account, I could still see the documents.
0: Mm, Good. So
1: yeah, it's not a bad resource. You can, there are also other software or uh, websites you can use to build your family tree
0: Do they all use the GED format?
1: Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's the common format.
0: Oh, good. Nice.
1: And also this year, I think, yeah, I got more interested in the Ancestry again because um, my library has free access to Ancestry.com records. So Ooh. it doesn't give you free access to the full, you know, family tree builder and all that stuff, but it does give you mm-hmm. access to the records. And so you can search records and download them if you have access nice. to the, the library version of Ancestry.com. So check your local library. Libraries are the That's best. That's a great
0: tip. That's a great tip.
1: Hey, full of tips.
0: We share the same library, so I might check that out soon.
1: <laughs> Good. So, what kind of records can you find? I think the biggest records or most um, useful records for me are the census records. Um, Because the census will tell you the person you're looking for, and then they'll tell you who that person was living with, such as siblings, Hmm. or wife, or husband, or even just people in their house, (laughs)
0: So these census records are made public after a certain time? Yes.
1: So right now the latest census you can access is the 1940 census. Oh, okay. So that's why, you know, you want to know your grandparents' Hmm. stuff because they would have been born, well, if you're my age, they would have been born before 1940. So you would be able to find them in Hmm. the census records.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but if you're not as old as me and you're younger then that means your grandparents are younger which means you probably need your great-grandparents information
0: mm. gotcha is spelling really important like getting it right
1: Um, you want to be close because some of these census records are misspelled the names mm. they're spelled differently mm-hmm. between census records Gotcha. Um, not by a lot, but maybe extra letter here or, you know, a different spelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. when you search, yeah, it'll it'll search your exact name, but it'll also search names that are close. But yeah, you're looking for relationships. So, you know, if you find mm. someone with the exact name, but they don't have the right parents or the right siblings, then you can't be sure that that's the right person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what i look for so you have census records they also have marriage licenses or even marriage Mm rolls like sheets of paper with people that were married in the county Mm -hmm. birth certificates and birth birth certificate rolls or birth records of of birth in the county military records Mm -hmm. and then for african-americans again you there are uh freedmen's bureau records Mm. Um, and so, yeah, if you're not familiar with the Freedmen's Bureau, uh, it's it was called the Bureau of Refugees, Freedmen, and Abandoned Lands. And it was in a, a government agency mm. that was formed right after the Civil War, and their directive was to provide provisions, clothing, and fuel for the immediate and temporary shelter and supply of destitute refugees and freedmen, freedmen being the former enslaved Africans in the US Mm -hmm. and their wives and children, which, I mean, I guess freed men and their wives and children, (laughs) Mm -hmm. freed people. So, yeah, that bureau was formed under the the Department of War, Um, but it wasn't, a little side note, it wasn't as effective as it could have been because of, you know, the Southern states weren't as cooperative in helping the mm-hmm. formerly enslaved you know the black mm-hmm. codes that were brought up that were um, restricting their freedoms the defunding by the democrats which back in that day were uh, f- you know for slavery they were mm-hmm. the republicans were against mm-hmm. well in theory and the democrats were mm-hmm. for and then of course the ku klux can and their rise and their violence so It was set up to help and try to usher the freedmen into uh, a state of citizenship, but it wasn't uh, that effective due to uh, outside influences and inside influences, Mm -hmm. but that's a topic for another day. The records that you could get (laughs) into with that are like contracts that the freedmen would have gone into, licenses, birth censuses, and medical records. And I haven't really looked into those, I haven't. When I search, when I've done my searches, I don't think I've seen any that are specifically from the Freedmen's Bureau. So hmm. that might be another my next area to look into. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: It's a very specific time frame. It was from ni- eighteen sixty five to eighteen seventy two. So it's not not even a full ten mm-hmm. years. But mm-hmm. if they have something, that would be very interesting to include in my collection of documents. Family tree. I wrote it all out just so I could have this available. It looks like my grandfather's family on my mom's side are all from North Carolina. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And specifically, Bertie County, North Carolina. So they're very, yes, on both sides of his, you know, his mom and dad, and they're, they're all from North Carolina. So I'm pretty. Pretty rooted in North Carolina. On My grandmother's Mm -hmm. on my mom's side. She was born in North Carolina, but her family is from a mix of Florida and Virginia. Mm -hmm. And on my father's side, they're from Arkansas. And I did not know that before Mm -hmm. last year. (laughs) I was like, I'm Mm -hmm. from Arkansas? (laughs) I did not know that. It's interesting. So yeah, his family is from Arkansas. And I was able to go back um, five generations. I count one with my parents. So one, two, three, four. Yes, five. On Mm -hmm. about three branches. That's pretty good. And this is mostly due to some guessing and some matching with other people's family trees, Mm -hmm. you know, and some, you know, getting the initial information from my family, double checking, you know, the names and everything. Mm. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with where I am. I do have more to go. There are some missing blocks here, Mm. but yeah, so far so good. Now. I did mention in a previous episode that um, there may have been uh, relations between a slaveholder and an enslaved person um, Mm -hmm. in one branch of my family. And that comes from when I was doing my research and I matched with another person's family tree. Mm. And so, yeah, I... I heard from someone in my family that my grandfather's grandfather's Mm -hmm. mother was Minerva.
2: Mm.
1: And that was it. So my grandfather's grandfather was born in 1842 in North Carolina. Um, So we can, uh, with about 98% certainty, say that he was enslaved in North Carolina. So that would make Mm -hmm. his mother also enslaved. And so when Mm -hmm. I searched her name, I matched with another person's family tree. And they had her linked Mm -hmm. to uh, someone else. We'll call him TJP, right? So Mm -hmm. TJP is a white person. And when you look Mm -hmm. at his tree and you match his tree to somebody else's tree, then his, you know... His records can go back to the 1600s, and that's what I said. Mm. And the other episode, mm. you can go way back. I think it went back to England. Let me mm. see. Wow. Yeah. So ancestry, I think um, ancestry dot com, you can go back to England in some some cases, or Ireland. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't think you can go to Africa or other. Places. I think they also go to Australia, mm-hmm. basically, you know, the white places, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the more white places. Uh, Wait, let me just mm-hmm. double check here. Yeah, TJP goes, sorry, 1700s, 1720.
0: I mean, that's still 200 years further back than your... Earliest relative so far, right?
1: No, about a hundred, maybe one hundred twenty. Yeah, because Madison was born in eighteen forty-two. Of course, I don't have records from eighteen forty-two. You'll see him pop up mm-hmm. in censuses after eighteen seventy because um, most black people in the U.S. were not counted in the censuses before eighteen seventy mm-hmm. because they were not counted as people.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm
1: they used to have two censuses. One was called the free schedule and the other was called the slave schedule. And so the slave schedule Mm -hmm. is where the owners, the slave owners would list the numbers of slaves they had, not the names, the numbers. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. the free schedule is where you would have the free people, the not Mm slave people. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I talked about finding a, a census in 1860 with one of my ancestors as a free person, but. I'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so TJP mm-hmm. goes back to the 1700s. I think in England maybe. It's possible. But anyway, and this is what the the family tree shows me, you see. So TJP, and then I you know, I looked up his name in the because they're from North Carolina, North Carolina has a site where you can search different ancestry sites. And you can find TJP mm-hmm. um on that site. With his slave schedule, mm, mm. so he had he had a healthy number of uh, enslaved people on his on his rolls, and it's interesting because mm. the time of my my great wait grandfather great grandfather, my twice great grandfather, <laughs> the times between his mm. birth and his brother's birth coincide with. The time right before TJP marries his white wife, he was born before that, and then his mm. brother is born after his white wife dies. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. in my mind, this is what mm-hmm. happens. You know, he has a,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, a child with Minerva before and after his white wife dies. Now, this is me reimagining the past. I don't know exactly what happened, but that is... yeah. It sounds, it sounds plausible, based on the records. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also to correspond with the, the theory that man, you know my twice-great-grandfather and his brother were the product of the slaveholder and the enslaved person, the census will tell you well, some of the censuses will tell you if the person was black or mulatto mm-hmm some censuses they only used is it censuses or sensei I don't know anyway some censuses <laughs> don't know. will tell you you know will li- only list black mm-hmm. and then they move to black and mulatto and even further down the quadroon I think they had one census they were getting even further down mm-hmm. I don't know how they do that in a a quick interview but anyway uh yeah mulatto is mixed you know, black Mm. and white heritage. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Quadroon is, I think one of your grandparents is black. So they just Mm -hmm. keep going down and down and down. Um, So yeah, black and mulatto. So uh, in some censuses they're they're listed as black and some they're listed as mulatto based on the convention Mm -hmm. of the day.
0: So Mm -hmm, that would tell mm -hmm. me that
1: they were mixed, Mm -hmm. which further, you know, reinforces the idea that this was the case. Yeah, so that's that story.
0: So, I mean, you would you would also expect that many people weren't counted if they were doing this knocking on doors, right? Like there was probably people not counted.
1: Yeah, it's possible. Um, maybe you were in transit, maybe you weren't home. But luckily, all the people on my tree, I found some kind of record on them.
0: So if you like laid everything out on your floor, it would take up like a couple of rooms, huh?
1: Uh, no, I have it on one sheet here, and it's just. <laughs>
0: well, I mean the names, yes, but like all. Oh, you mean like the yeah, documents yeah. and stuff?
1: Oh, I do want to do like a like a poster of a family tree or something. Yeah, I think that would be, be really cool. cool. So the other guy, the free black person, was on my my grandmother's side on my mother's mm-hmm. side and he's listed as free in the free schedule mm. and it you know the census will say at the top mm-hmm, free schedule mm-hmm. <laughs> and it'll say slave schedule and let me look at that yes he is listed as a laborer no a farmhand mm. in Virginia um, and he's not listed as a head of household so I'm Thinking he was like living with other people mm-hmm. working in that area. So, so, do you, um, in a previous
0: episode, you were saying how your you and your co workers were kind of standing around talking about like the origin of your last name. Did you trace your last name to a specific person or to when it kind of became or was Dukes?
1: Mm-mm. I mean, no, on my father's side. I was able to go back to the Dukes on the um, fourth generation mm-hmm. but the problem with that is apparently this this name is very common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know anything about this person, the my great no grandmother, grandfather, great-grand my twice great grandfather. I don't know anything about mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. or his siblings or gotcha his parents. So, without that information and without other people also having maybe a tree that they mm-hmm. found out, it's hard for me to move forward gotcha. on that. But that person, from what I can find, is from Mississippi.
0: And uh, have you shared all this with like your mom and your brothers or your other people in your family? Or I guess they know you about it because you've asked them a lot of questions along the
1: way too, right? Uh, No, I haven't asked <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the other problem. If you don't you know, get to your elders soon enough, mm-hmm. they may forget. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Like I tried to call my great aunt yesterday. Or I called my great aunt the other day just to say mm-hmm. hey, check up on her. And also... Mm-hmm. <laughs> try to get some more information and you know she didn't really know so yeah that's a problem if if people don't keep records or they do not you don't have a historian in your family and nobody's doing this kind of research it could kind of just slip away Mm -hmm. but um family reunions are also Mm -hmm. useful so i'm looking forward to we were supposed to have a family reunion on my father's side this year, but because of COVID, that was canceled. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to, look, you know, finding mm-hmm. second, third, fourth cousins, filling in some of this tree, but I guess I'll have to wait.
0: Yeah, I could just like picture you like showing up with like this big, thick, old book, just like brimming with papers, <laughs> saying, "Hey." talk
1: to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know who I would talk to. <laughs> I would just have to meet people. I would have to find the person that's like into the mm. records and talk to them. But some other interesting things you can find when you do your research. Um, you can find yearbook photos. I found some yearbook photos of people. Mm. Very, you know, interesting. Mm. I found uh out a name I've known this person by one name my whole life and I found out their real name. I was like, is that their real name? I never mm. knew. <laughs> and it's them because you have the yearbook photo and you're like, oh, snap. Okay, interesting. Um, and then you can see where people, like kind of the the, the spread of people across the US mm. is interesting to me. I one one family stayed in North Carolina. Now my grandmother, she said that her father was a pastor, so they moved around a lot. Mm. Um, he was born like her father was born in Florida, but she was born in North Carolina, and they've lived, you know, up and down the East mm-hmm. Coast growing up. And I also was excited. <laughs> well, back. Eight, nine years ago, I was excited because one of my ancestors' name is William Cosby. Mm -hmm. which uh, So I was like, oh man, I'm related to Bill Cosby. But I'm not excited anymore. Yeah, so I've had fun filling in this, my family tree. I'm hoping to continue to find out more information, especially going into my... Ancestor's siblings. Um, let's see what they did. Maybe you have cousins out there. Hmm. So learning
0: all the things you've learned about the past, like what would you do now to kind of preserve that ancestry for the future five generations? Like what do you think your future generation would want to know about you and your family? And then like how would you want to preserve that?
1: I mean, I think eventually, you know, our consciences will be uploaded to the cloud and then it'll be really easy to to pass down all this knowledge. So, looking forward to
0: <laughs> So, this lifetime?
1: I mean, maybe in the, you know, maybe in the next couple of generations, they'll figure it out.
0: But they'll be able to find you, is what you're saying. Like, there's no reason that you... yeah. You'll pass this on, they'll pass it on, this generation, this this, this, this history will not be lost.
1: Yeah, hopefully, yeah. I mean, it's a good idea to do like a physical thing, maybe. Maybe start a physical book.
0: That would, I love books.
1: Or I gave like all my records to my cousin because he was interested. Mm. Maybe he'll do more. I don't know, maybe just share the documents mm. far and wide so somebody has access. Yeah, yeah
0: to it mm-hmm. i'm just saying i uh, somewhere five generations from now they're going to know about jasmine and what will they be able to find on the internet right you gotta leave them like something maybe, find you know? me
1: on instagram <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a digital footprint where, you know the internet never forgets. i know but the so. internet is
0: also there's a lot of people on it right maybe there's more than one jasmine, do-
1: jasmine? there's only there's only one Jasmine Dukes.
0: Plus, your handle is different on every one of these sites. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true. That is true.
0: But no, I don't know. How do you?
1: How do you preserve your?
0: It's a big question. I mean, it's kind of like, do you leave them like a document that's saying, you know, this is all about me. You know, here are my stories. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a big question. Not for us to answer. Right. Hopefully our hopefully our next generation can remember us in a way that they can. You know, carry on those stories because you know facts and figures are are great, but also the stories are hopefully remembered too. Yeah,
1: the stories would be nice.
0: We'll have this podcast to give to them.
1: (laughs) Yes, this is my legacy to my (laughs) future generations. If you're out there listening, Mm. but yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. How do you? How do you want to pass your legacy? Yeah. I think oral traditions are good. Mm. I think gathering as a family, like we used to have family reunions Mm
2: -hmm.
1: annually, but I haven't been to one in a long time. Mm. Those are good, especially to just to see who all is in your family. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I know my, I know my nuclear family. I know my first cousins and second cousins, mm-hmm. but you know, I want to branch out. I want to see mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. see how far and why we spread out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, Jasmine, do you want to talk a little bit about um, kind of why this this journey was important to you? Like, did anything spark it in particular?
1: You know, this idea that I could. Go back in time was very interesting to me um knowing my family's place in history-
2: mm-hmm.
1: like i uh I planned a trip with my family. We went down to South Carolina, and we visited one of the churches where my grandmother's father was a pastor mm. And that was pretty cool. I mean, we we got to take her, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, she said she remembered being there. Wow. <laughs> uh, we took pictures, and I thought that was really mm. it's really nice to visit one of one of the places in my history. I mean, I wasn't there for it, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's part of the story. Yeah. So yeah, if I could find out more locations on a recent trip like a tour, I went to Haiti and I met someone there who's basically a historian from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I told him my family name and he gave me a big hug, I was like, I knew I liked (laughs) you. I knew you were (laughs) good. He had had the most pristine, like Southern gentleman accent I ever heard in my life. I ain't (laughs) never heard such an accent. I kind of, like, I wanted to just listen to him talk. I've never, like, you only hear that kind of accent in the movies. I was like, is that, wow, is that North Carolina? <laughs> That's a nice Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what at point. But yeah, so, yeah, just connections, mm. you know, historical, historical context, historical mm-hmm. records, mm-hmm. receipts. Mm. <laughs> you know, we've been here a long time.
0: Oh, I mean great you've you've inspired me to at least try to see what I can find on available websites for my own family
1: hmm. do you think you'll find anything
0: uh, I, I don't think I guess think you'll so. look
1: for equivalent websites in China or
0: yeah we'll see if we're even allowed to access those sites from here you know <laughs> otherwise
1: mm-hmm.
0: otherwise it might be a short search <laughs>
1: right it might be there an might afternoon be, and be like, there you okay. go that's that's
0: all i got until i can <laughs> physically go there and and you know the documents are in chinese my chinese reading is not very good so that's going to be a challenge mm-hmm. for sure
1: i mean google translate true true google translate it's uh works wonders You're
0: right i always forget about the internet yeah
1: use technology to help right. well, you a
0: guide maybe there is a service i think there, maybe there's a service
1: yeah, I'm sure there's someone you mm-hmm. can hire. You don't know any family members?
0: I only know my dad's name, and he did not tell mm. me his parents' name. He did not tell me his siblings' names. So mm. my mom, I know my mom's parents' names. I don't know my grandparents' parents' names, but maybe I could find it, you know, because my, grandpa- my grandma is still living. Um, so maybe I can still find it, but I got to hurry. Like you said.
1: Mm. I think I read somewhere or I saw somewhere that in China they do keep really really good records. And they keep it like Mm. maybe in a big book or something Mm. for the family. So maybe if you're able to find find a family member, they can point you towards the book. (laughs) The book, yes. Yeah, find this book with all the names in there.
0: Yeah. That'd be awesome. I mean, I suspect that I might have, you know, elderly siblings since my dad married second. This is, my mom is his second wife. Mm. But yeah, he never talked about that.
1: Gotcha. That's,
0: that's that's another podcast episode. Might
1: have a whole older brother <laughs> or sister out there.
0: Maybe. I mean, that's why I suspect, but I don't know. Because... Mm he was young when he first got married so <laughs> maybe maybe not but yeah it would be it would be really interesting to discover all your roots and you know and kind of like see how you kind of turned out and even though you didn't know them you could be like oh my god this person was this just like me
1: that's our show. Um, Like I said, this is a a fun topic for me to look into um, because it's nice to know your family's place in in space and time and history. And um, yeah, I was just so excited the first time I started researching this stuff, finding more and more documents, making more and more connections. It was really exciting and um, it can turn into a hobby, um, I know a lot of people that, that do this as a hobby, as a regular, mm-hmm. a regular thing, and go to conferences and things like that. Um, and it ultimately it benefits you, it benefits your family, and it's something you can pass on to future generations.
0: Mm-hmm. So, was that was that your better world nugget?
1: I think so. <laughs> Lisa, do you have a better world nugget?
0: Yes. Um, my better world nugget today is that our history um, is really important and you know Jaslyn's research and her the way of the way that she did things uh, was really inspiring um, and motivates me to get started on that because um, like she said, sometimes we don't we don't really know how much time we have left with you know our existing relatives and we really want to you know, capture their kind of like their essence, you know, and also their knowledge, but um, really have something to pass on. So thank you for that.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Racism's Podcast. Before you go, be sure to like or subscribe wherever you're listening to this to stay up to date on new episodes. Let us know, have you traced your ancestry in the U.S.? What interesting things did you find out? And do you have any tips for others looking to research their ancestry
0: you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at racism's podcast and on our blog racism's remember that's racism spelled r-a-c-e-i-s-m-s
1: peace everyone be safe
0: Music for this episode was created by Jaslyn Dukes and Kyle Carson. This episode was produced and edited by Kyle Carson.